Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us hey chow hey jolene welcome back to the married to bravo family i mean thanks for kicking me out for an episode and then me having to talk my way back in Oh, because uh, Nana killed it. Yeah. She killed it. Eileen, Apparently, people don't like me. They love Nana. We got some messages from some loyal listeners who really enjoyed Eileen. I think they still love you, Chell. But we did get one. We got a couple of reviews. Do you want me to read them on iTunes? No, I'm just going to move your mom into our apartment <laughs> so that I can stop doing this. Honestly, if she was near us, it would probably be Yeah, I would get mother replaced. And daughter. Well, because you hate it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> People don't like that perspective. They don't want to hear the truth. No, I people like that. I think I would do something separate with my mom, but she's so she had so much fun, Chell. And you guys, I've been telling her all the messages that you've sent, and she loves it. And she is just like, "Can you read that one again?" So uh, we even had people that were were messaging saying, "I don't agree with anything your mom says, but I just like her because my mom she has some weird stances on." Oh, see, I don't know if you listened to the episode she was on, Chell, but she's in love with Vicky, and Vicky can do no wrong. And I don't get it. I don't like Vicky. Oh, me neither. And I don't then, like Kelly. And then some people agreed with her, uh, Shannon. Oh, wow. She doesn't like Shannon. I don't like Shannon. I like Shannon. I love Shannon. I think Shannon is a great housewife. Potster. No. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we so got- I know that we have new reviews. We do. Okay, On iTunes. Ahead. So if you guys are listening and you're new listeners, welcome. We appreciate you. And if you have never rated and reviewed our podcast, hit up iTunes. It really helps us out. We appreciate it. We're up to 70. Way to go us. I want to get to 100. Okay. I, I really have that goal. So I if you guys can help us out, let's do it. Okay. I'm getting to our newest ones. All right. We got one, September 7th, um, from Suave Cherry. Uh, five stars. Sweet name. Yep. If I said it right, it's sweet name. The recaps are the best. This podcast is in my top three podcasts that I listen to. Keep up the great work. Sherry. Thank Thanks, you, Sherry. Or so Suave sweet. Sherry. Or su- Suave, Suave Cherry. Cherry. Oh, okay. Okay. Next one is, the title is Your Mom! Exclamation point, exclamation oh, point. Oh, no. I'm being replaced. However, this person only gave us four stars. Oh, thank why God. The, why not five? It's because there was no chill. You know why, Chell? Because listen to this review. The person says, oh my God, your podcast is everything with your mom. Recommendation, ditch the hubby. <laughs> wow. Bring your mom full time. Wow. <gasps> oh my gosh. This, okay. What's the name? I got to I gotta Facebook stalk this person. This game is, and then and a poop emoji. That's the name. <laughs> oh, it's poop emoji? I'll find you poop emoji. No, it emoji. says this game is a g- shit oh, or poop or whatever, I guess. I'll find you. 
Okay. So, Chell, did that hurt your feelings? Yeah, it hurt my feelings. No, did it? No, nah, it's okay. All right. I'll just well, uh, be crying over here. This game is poop emoji. Uh, if you could go <laughs> in and update that to five, because Eileen Lunzer will be back in L.A. visiting us, and she'll be able to... Now I'm going to cancel that ticket, so... <laughs> Well, it's in November. Will we still be going in November for uh, yes. OC or will we be on There's to Jersey? There's 10 more episodes. So. so she'll be here to do some. She'll Plus, probably be here for the finale. Oh, the reunion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope she's here for the reunions. The reunions are so fun. And There's you a, hate the reunions because you think those. it's just a recap. Yep, it is. <laughs> it's a beautiful recap where they all get to confront each other for the first so time. So you admit it's a recap. Step one. But we're recapping. What's wrong with the recap? You're hating on that which you do. Okay. I, I was forced to do. Let's say that one. <laughs> okay. The other, uh, the next one we got is from France, Jolie1210. Hi. This podcast is so great. Lots of exclamation points. Appreciate it. Five stars, which is what we like to see. Keep it going. You two are hilarious and I love Bravo just as much. Oh, that's so sweet. I think they're talking about you and your mom again. These reviews <laughs> came in when your mom was on the show. They, they did. They did. So not when I was Such on Such a sensey party you're having right now. I'm crying. Um... Sarah Mayant, what a find! Exclamation point. Five stars. Finally, the hangout recap that I need. OMG, having a nice binge on the OC episodes. Love it. Can't wait to share this with my husband. That's awesome. Okay. So that, Chell, that's I don't you. know. Again, your mom is really forcing these rates You know I'm not married to my mom because I said she was my mom. I think you have to change the name to the podcast. Birth by Bravo. Birth by Bravo. Oh, my God. Or Bravo birthed or something. I don't know, because my mom is the one you that got me You just got excited by my idea, and then you changed it to your own. <laughs> I just want you to know that. I did. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> last one that we got was from JT42270. Love you guys. Five stars. I am so happy I found your podcast. I plan on binge listening to all previous episodes. In fact, I'll have my husband listen to LOL. More nice. husbands. This is great. If this podcast can become, you know, for everyone, including the husbands, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. I'd be excited. Okay. Well, let's get back into OC. Does that sound good? Yes. Because we left off with a, with a big bang, mm-hmm. which was... Uh, I will fucking kill you. Yeah, and Emily's husband being a dork, which you agree oh with. Oh, my God. When Kelly said, you're just a fucking dork, I lost my shit. I thought it was so funny. You love that. I thought it was funny. You love name calling. No, <laughs> it's not that I love name calling. It's just the nature of the show sometimes that occurs. He did put his nose in business that didn't belong to him. I Do disagree. I think Kelly went... Uh, overboard yes yes she admits to doing that and then sometimes she just blacks out with rage and kelly goes for the jugular because she was mad at someone else yeah well she's having a difficult time in her life this guy needs he should have just kept quiet why did he even say anything because he's really trying to understand why this person he was talking to is all of a sudden uncomfortable and left yeah but he don't know he he don't know steve he don't care his friend you don't know that but they're not they just met but you don't know that i do know that friends no i to him he's just trying to understand the situation i'm gonna side with the husband on this one he was truly trying to understand the situation he would have looked at kelly and been like is everything okay what happened rather than being a sarcastic tool that beautiful emily has to constantly apologize for he's sarcastic we know that is his character and not only that kelly did meet him before the whole party started so she can't act like she didn't meet him which is what she's acting like it is not kelly's fault that he is just not memorable and that's what that's it comes down rude. to. You can't say that about people. I don't like him. He has yeah, started fights with say... two different women on the cast. Who I don't did like he him. Start with fight? Was Gina. It... Gina. 
Okay. I honestly, I get it. It's your house. You got kids you're putting on a bed. Then don't have a drinking party at your house. That dumb, was dumb. Bravo. He was mad at Bravo. He was just like, then hey, go yell quiet. at a man. When he starts yelling at men, that's when I'll decide that Ooh, I like him. Someone's triggered. Mm, I'm triggered. This has been a rough week for women. And you know what? I'm triggered because this he, doesn't, has, he fights. This doesn't go to that. Yes, this it is does. Totally it's all different. interconnected. Why is he so comfortable with yelling at women? He Why wasn't is he yelling so at comfortable women. with was, getting in conflicts with women? I'm he doesn't even know. I'm not going to argue with you about this. Why? No, you can. That's the nature of this podcast. I'm not going to argue with you about this because then it gets us in a in a bad place. No, I'm we'll not stay in a good place. Him. I promise. I know you're not defending him. It's just your perspective on the show, and you have every right to feel that way. And I hope I'm not taking that from you. You I are. know I'm getting ve- okay. I know I'm getting really passionate about it. It's just let me just explain real quick, and then you can explain, and I won't butt in and be a jerk. I'm not going to explain because um, I'm a husband that likes to keep his house. <laughs> but I think people would want to hear what you have to say. That's part of the podcast. I don't know it's I'm not just yelled at right now. I don't know if they want to hear. I already apologize. It's okay, but I think that maybe most agree with you. So I don't know if most agree with me. Some people might be listening thinking she is going off the handle. I just feel with this guy, Emily's beautiful, talented, smart. She always has to make excuses like, sorry, he's sarcasm. And I'm oh, sorry, he's so sarcastic. How about you just be a normal human being? And when you meet new people, you don't throw out your sarcasm right away. You actually be welcoming and kind. How about you not start arguments or have beef with the women? That would be something that would help me like him more. I just feel like he's that guy. He enjoys winding people up and being kind of a prick. That's that's the vibe I get. And then Emily has to answer to that then. I disagree uh, completely. Um, <laughs> uh, the way he deals with the world is through the use of sarcasm. It what makes him feel safe. Of course, he is a smaller person. Maybe he just doesn't feel safe in the world. So Ooh, he uses sarcasm. Man. In order to mask his inability to really feel comfortable. I think that you're holding on to what he did wrong with Gina, which I agree is wrong. But this is a Kelly situation. And I feel like Kelly's in the total wrong for this instance. You met this person uh, who's in your new friend group as their husband. And if you don't remember him, it's not his fault. That's on you, Kelly. You have honestly too much going on in your life mm-hmm. uh, to... Uh, welcome new people and that's unfair because if you're intro- if I get introduced as your husband and then later on someone yells at me you're gonna you're gonna throw it in their face at like no nah, I introduced you oh I'd go Emily on their ass yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. blame Emily and I I think that this situation you're holding over from the Gina situation which I understand I think that he was in the wrong and he should apologize for that but in this situation I think that he was caught in kelly's crossfire Mm -hmm. because kelly was really just mad at steve who i don't think did anything bad well we found out that steve just was answering a question yeah i think so really he didn't i thought when i first heard it like he sought out page six i thought what a douchebag move but if they contact him i mean and it wasn't anything juicy or personal i was just like no i i think it was i don't think it was that big of a deal yeah and then i think right after that didn't kelly call him some names on twitter Yes, she yes. did. And Vicky. She called Vicky names too. Yeah. Kelly's, she gets out of control. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that Kelly is a loose cannon, yep. uh, ready to explode. Mm-hmm. But with the flashbacks that happened later on in these episodes, I feel like she was a lot worse than where she was. Mm-hmm. Where she was talking about like Tamara's daughter or Shannon or Shannon's husband. Cheating. That's, yeah, cheating. Oh, so you're saying she's getting better at her rage? She's not as personal with her rage? I think that the producers calmed her down because mm-hmm. they ultimately didn't want to work with her if that's how she was going to be. And that's why she 
you know, towards the end of the episode, really had to put her tail between her legs and go apologize to a guy. That was painful. It was painful. That I was didn't so, like seeing that. I, I don't think that Kelly should have done that. I think um, I hear everything you're saying and you have valid points. And I do think Kelly, you know, she did take this one too far. But I ultimately believe that if this guy didn't jump in and say something, if he would have just left it be like those are between those two people, and then this would have never happened. None of this would have happened. You know, so that's how I see. I just see him coming off as pompous and thinking he's better than everyone. And that's the attitude he gives out when these women are around. And nah, like I think that's his protective shell because mm-hmm. it's just like he's the smaller person in this world. Yeah. And he doesn't know what to expect because I don't think he watches Bravo at all. It is all his insecurity. Yeah. Because clearly he's insecure. You would, a normal, healthy human being wouldn't act like that. They would act, um, and I, I shouldn't say normal, but like a healthy human like being. Like Steve. Well, we don't know because we're learning <laughs> things about Detective Steve by the minute. So. I think Kelly's spreading rumors about that. But, Do you? Uh, Tamara, of course, wasn't at the fight when Emily was yelling at Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was actually upstairs showing off her bedroom furniture <laughs> to a friend. And so I'm sure she was so pissed. Emily too. came out and she walked into the house and she was pissed and she needed to calm down. And then Shannon followed her mm-hmm. and her husband came and her husband was trying to get her to calm down. Yeah, Emily's husband, yeah. And we found out that they're different types of protectives because mm-hmm. Emily is a kind that will aggressively lash out at everybody. Mama bear. She's mama bear. And, uh, Shane, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Shane is a type of person that is more protective in terms of, I'm going to remove us from the situation. So it doesn't escalate to a point where we have to, you know, find any damages, whether, uh, through verbal or physical. So I feel like that's us because I do feel like you're mama bear in those mm-hmm. situations. And then me, I'm going to more like, let's go, Jolene. Come on. Let's get in the car. Let's just get out of oh, here. Oh, yeah. I'd get way more aggressive than yeah. you. And I think that that was a big surprise for Emily because when she was like, I would kill a man for you. He was all like, I would just take you to another place. <laughs> and then like her eyes were like, She's oh, my passionate. God, this is the man that I married. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think in a good way her eyes were that no, way? No, like a surprise. Like, oh, I thought you would fight for me. And maybe he would, but on camera. No, I think putting that. on a different front. I think you know, I honestly think that it is totally removed. Um, he is the type of person that would be like, let's get out of here. He He's more like me where he's just not trying to have Take any confrontation. Take you away from the, yeah. the bad situation. Yeah, he doesn't want any confrontation. I he just wants came up to with a new it. nickname for him, Shane the Stain. <laughs> That's not a good one. That, you're going to give him that uh, Vandal episode Kelly. two, season two of Vandal. The Turd Burglar? Yeah, it should stay oh my in the claim. On Netflix, you guys, there's a show him. called, it's called Vandal, American Vandal. And if you like uh, silly teenage humor and uh, mockumentaries, check out check it out. We just watched season two and it was hilarious. Yeah, so Steve comes over to Shannon and Emily and he's trying to be like, I don't know what happened. Steve just walked Kelly's away. crazy. He's like, I'm a detective. I'm out of here. <laughs> he doesn't want to deal with Kelly and I'm sure Michael has told him, hey, out of respect for me, maybe don't deal with Kelly. Yeah, which is smart because I think Kelly's just so uh, such a loose cannon. Well, and if Michael is a stand-up guy, he would say, Steve, I know my ex-wife can get a lot of handle, but she's the mother of my children. So if she does confront you, just walk away because I don't want That's what he did. him to... Exactly. So I'm thinking maybe Michael is a stand-up guy and maybe he did warn Steve. Just yeah, being just like, be like, hey. walk away. Yeah, because no, they're divorced, but that's the mother of his kids. You don't want the mother of your kids looking like that on TV. And Steve did the right thing. He walked away. He was like, what are you talking about? He, but Steve could have just answered and been like, Kelly, 
here's what I said. Instead of being, he came off kind of prickish too. And I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on this, but everyone knows how Kelly is. Steve knows how Kelly is now. And not saying we have to tiptoe around Kelly. That's what you're saying. But not really. But Mm -hmm. in the situation, if someone comes up and she really practiced, like Shannon said, she wanted this to go well. She knows she struggles with communication. She's trying to not be this, you know, rage head. And if he would have just said, this is simply what I said. It was never intended to hurt you. If they call me again, I won't answer any more questions. Can we wash? Can this be done? I think she would have been like, okay. No, because I think Vicky tells Steve that Kelly's crazy. And so yeah, Steve just ignores Kelly. Yeah. Well, here's another thing. Kelly was so enraged that then she started talking trash about Steve and mm-hmm. told Tamara and I think <laughs> Shannon secrets about Steve. Yeah. Specifically that uh, he's just dating her for the money. So mm-hmm. this is what I don't like about Kelly. Kelly's more of a scorch, scorch the earth type of person. Oh, yeah. She'll burn it down. And she's very vindictive. She, oh, if you looked up vindictive in the dictionary, there'd be a picture of Kelly Dodd. It, I totally agree with that. She also told everyone that Steve and Vicky broke up for a period of time and he moved later in with on. his mommy. Yeah, later on in the episode, mm-hmm. she did that. Uh, so then we go to the next day, and Tamara's just kind of figuring out what's going on. She really wants to hear both sides of the story before she makes a choice on which side to defend. Okay, flip-flopping Tamara. <laughs> and Vicky comes over, and she reads the Page Six article to her to be like... Which then it doesn't seem bad. It doesn't seem bad it, at all. If she read the whole thing. Yeah, and then she also mentions about the tweet. So it's like, she's really making yeah. her, she came in to make her claim of like, I'm not in trouble. This is what's happening. Yeah. Steve's and Kelly's a good in the guy. Room. She wants everyone to be on that page. Uh, we find out that Emily arrives and they talk about the fight and what they should do. And mm-hmm. they all want her to call Kelly and, you know, find a medium, middle ground mm-hmm. so that they can continue to be friends. But then we find out Tamara reveals to Vicky what Kelly said about Steve, which is he's dating her for the money. Tamara. Now, if you want a potster in this series, it is Tamara. It well, is Tamara all day, every day, if nonstop. Fr- if it's your friend come heard warm. something about you, wouldn't you want it to hear it from them rather than some random? What about saying to Kelly, hey, you know, you should say something to Vicky or... I have to say something because I'm trying to repair my friendship with Vicky. So I'm probably going to have to say something. So maybe you want to tell her that you told me that. Uh, you feel like there's a lot of like blame to be thrown around, but I think this is on Kelly. She's the one releasing rumors just because she's mad. And she only does it when she's mad. She doesn't she do it when feels, she's like, yeah. she doesn't do it when she's level-headed. She, she only feels does betrayed it. by Vicky, and I think she has every right to feel betrayed by Vicky. Why? What did Vicky do? We've talked about this previously, and I still believe it. Vicky should have told her. She should have, or she should have said something to Michael, like, I'm not going to keep this secret. Kelly felt like her marriage is falling apart. Whether she was in love with him or not is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. The fact is, Vicky was her friend. And I get it. Steve and Michael can go off and be friends. They can run. They can hunt. They can do whatever old dudes their age do, you know? But Vicky owes Kelly that. Kelly was there for Vicky when no one else was. Kelly feels an ultimate betrayal by Vicky. Now she's just so replaceable and they're double dating and it's behind her back and she has to find out from other people. It's just dirty. It's shady. I don't like it. I don't blame her. I'd be so pissed. So she thinks it's war now. It's basically Heck, like, okay, you're going to do that. I'm going to get you. Heck yeah. And instead of confronting it head on with just Vicky, um, which I mean, they've kind of tried, but I think she just thinks Vicky doesn't get it. So Vicky will pay. That's what I think. Hmm. Hmm. Well, 
We then go to Kelly FaceTiming with Shannon because Shannon's about to go on a date. Oh, no, Shannon. Was it awkward? You didn't want her to go on a date? She I wore was high heels. nervous for her. You were nervous? Did you get sweaty palms? I have sweaty palms right now. <laughs> Just I love Shannon. About her? Yes. Okay. So I want her to be okay. I want her to find a nice guy. I want, and even if she doesn't find a guy, I just want her to find a nice life for herself and a place in this world that doesn't revolve around some dickhead trying to ruin her life. So she was nervous. Mm-hmm. She wore high heels. She did with a boot. Yeah, because she had sprained her thing. But the guy. Ooh. Yep. Uh, his you name think? is Tom. He's very handsome. Is he? But I think he was gay. Do you? I really thought he was he gay. He gave some um, like effeminate vibes. Yeah, he, out. Did. he um, did. He might not have been gay. Maybe he's pan. Maybe he's lots pan. of things. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it just, it seemed, I think we're not used to maybe seeing men uh, be emotional. I feel like the producers set this one up. I don't yeah. think that this was the type of a real date. I don't think Shannon would like to be on a real date with cameras around. So I feel like this yeah. is a, a setup. Mm-hmm. So I think that they got an actor to come in and be like, I cried when I was mm-hmm. on my to first be funny. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense because she immediately was just like, I don't like that. I mean, I'm not used to someone crying that much. It's like, well, I will take crying over a guy that's going to go bang younger women behind my back. Like yeah. he's got to cry occasionally, but he stays faithful perfect you just want faithful that's all you want yeah and if you're emotional i don't think it's bad when men are emotional now if you're crying every day whether you're a man or a woman i'd be like maybe we need to seek a therapist you know but if he's got to cry sometimes to let emotions out go get it bro you deserve to cry just as much as i do yeah so then we go to a commercial a harley davidson commercial with steve and vicky <laughs> way to sneak oh that in God. harley davidson <laughs> seriously <laughs> so then they're emily just calls, such dorks they're yeah, such dorks they are emily calls kelly to sit down and talk and then gina visits emily at work and this was weird i didn't like this scene at all because Why? they were talking about personal things specifically gina talking this was her introduction to i'm having a bad marriage and i mm-hmm. think it's gonna end but they did it with the door open of her yeah. office and then you saw like a guy on the computer like out there why wouldn't they close the door yeah exactly that's like real personal stuff that and was like a like, producer yeah, shot yeah, yeah exactly they wanted to get that outside i know that was the assistant like listening in on like ooh, mm-hmm. i'm gonna release this that's ooh. what i loved about working in office when my boss would have people in or if they would have you know more serious convos i'd be like ooh, is this something interesting i can listen so to? you're you're a eavesdropper yes an eavesdropper yes yes <laughs> All right. Well, now I know that you're always eavesdropping on me. Not on you, because no offense, but your conversations with your friends and stuff aren't interesting. What's wrong with Murder Steve? I don't know. You were talking to people when you're gaming or you're talking to Joey, your best friend in Minnesota, about football. I don't care about those things. Oh, wow. I'm not <laughs> They're great good for enough, you. but you're saying I'm not good enough to eavesdrop on. No, your conversations are All right. Well, I got to step up my game. That's <laughs> no, what I mean. don't. I like that you're boring. It's fun. So... This is the first time we kind of hear about the genius situation. The Gina? Gina Gina situation. Her finding it difficult to continue on her relationship with Mm -hmm. her husband. Yeah. Is it awkward or have we been through another season where there's been like mid-divorce? Yeah. there's. I mean, I've watched so many uh, installations of Housewives where there's been divorce pending and brewing and so... It's always sad for me when there's young children involved and it's TV and then the kids got to go watch it back. But for the most part, you know, we haven't, uh, we don't know the dirty details of this one. 
And Here are the dirty details. Okay. Give okay. it to me, Chip. I get an apartment in the OC. In LA. And you have to take care of three Tillies. And I never let you see my apartment. Three producer Tillies? Yeah. You have to take care of all three Tillies. That's a lot of cat litter. Yeah. And you never let me see your apartment? I never oh, let you I'm see. I'm coming there. Nope. Just, can't. Oh, it's I'm, for work. You can't. Don't matter. It's work. Sorry. N- nothing you have is off limits to me. We're married. I don't know about that. If they're able to do it, why can't we? They didn't do it very well. They're done. <laughs> That's not true. They're still friends and banging. They, well, that we learned that too. And then also most recently on Instagram, they're still posting, you know, pictures and they're still there for their kids. And I think they might've got a dog, but he, he doesn't, I mean, the husband Wait, doesn't. They got a, so he's just putting more responsibility yeah, on her. To so keep her busy. To keep her busy. While he parties up. And up. What are you doing in LA? What's his job that's so important that he could have gotten something else they could have downsized their life to be a family it makes it's no a sense. taste tester taste tester for dick <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's gay everyone's gay yeah, everyone's gay okay. uh, you're a regular uh tamra or no you're a regular vicky because vicky's the one who's accusing pretty much every housewife's franchise well, they accuse if someone you of don't being have gay. a moral compass <laughs> oh my god we'll get to that we're later. quoting vicky later you guys so we go to vicky's surprise party that she thought steve set up but really it was her son and her brother and her brother but of course steve kind of took the uh vicky gives it to her boyfriend yeah oh she gives the boyfriends just like she did with brooks all the credit and her and son's like this is why i look friggin' depressed all the time yep <laughs> uh and she's really mentioning uh marriage a lot with steve Ugh. she she really wants steve to tie the knot tone it down Vic. yeah Jesus, you've been married Vicky, enough calm you down have more than that as a storyline it doesn't and, have to be marriage and i love it because vicky throws in this like oh i'm i don't want to say fake because that's not nice but like this christian element that she's just like she's so she has like this holier than thou vibe which we'll pick up on later but it's like is that the reason you want to marry detective steve because you don't want to live in sin quote unquote well too late you already have yeah especially with all those blowjob references yeah what's marriage gonna change for vicky at this point she's been married you know enough yeah what's the point yeah D- but that makes me think maybe detective steve does have more money than her i don't know how a detective would have more money when she owns her own business and yeah if he was in it for money don't you think he would get married right away yeah maybe she has a prenup that's what we're not talking about vicky i hope she'd be smart enough for a prenup but then she went with brooks so i i struggle with vicky's intelligence sometimes. oh and then we find out at the next scene which is dr mood's energy office with Vicky and Shannon. Oh my gosh. Don't you love that doctor though? He's very nice. He is. He's he cool. He basically called Shannon fat in a very funny way. Well, yeah, that wasn't nice. He's but... like, you got too much stress in mouth. All talk, all food goes <laughs> You got big mouth. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't nice. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, She's all around all these doctors and professionals who fat shame. I don't like it. Well, we find out Vicky, Brooks actually got married. Ugh, and then I he saw looks that and sick. You did? And he married like an attractive woman. What's oh, he wrong did? with these people? I have no idea. I, I don't know what happened. What? Does he have have some kind of like super no it's super even big d. d you'll talk to most women they'll be like yeah it's not about you super know d. the size maybe he's got a super d where it just makes you feel just euphoric afterwards and like sprinkles like sp- literal sprinkles well, in your mouth and whipped cream and yeah i don't it makes you feel skinny so she gets pain therapy too because a lot of anger is in her liver so the dr moon actually pushes on her liver and then she's like oh she like screams <laughs> vicky yeah i know she always makes the most messed up sounds she does oh my gosh and they sound painful slash sexual they're very weird she yeah, always they are does weird it. sounds it's and, and she's very attention getting so it could be that but 
I do enjoy myself sometimes when Vicky pulls her shenanigans. Now, this was a hard scene for you, the next one, which was actually Gina FaceTiming her mom about the divorce. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this is very Gina because I found out a lot about her in the scene. She's really trying to talk herself through the divorce. Mm -hmm. And it feels like Gina's all about image because what she said was, you know, we got married because other people were getting married. We have kids because other Mm -hmm. people were getting kids. And then she asked her mom after she kind of revealed that they're going to get a divorce. You said because other people were getting kids. (laughs) That's how you get them. You get them. Uh, And then she revealed to her mom that, you know, how is dad going to feel that I'm going to get a divorce? So I feel that she's very image driven Mm -hmm. you know for her it's hard to make personal decisions on what feels good or feels bad because she's worried about what other people think yeah i agree i think she is worried about what other people think i think she kind of went along with what she thought she was supposed to do but she's starting to have an awakening going no because she was talking about her parents marriage i don't know if it was in this episode or the next and saying your mom has 40 some years and she's like i don't have 30 some left in me to be with this guy so she's she's having sort of an awakening at 33 and with three kids and thinking i don't want to spend my life this way yeah well the awakening is the dude dropped her off and then left yeah the awakening is yeah they they don't uh, you're not gonna have a connection with someone who lives hours away and you see him you know a couple times you're gonna build up resentment taking care of the kids being left alone in the oc we're so far from her family so that's what i felt for like her mom and dad must just be heartbroken because you know you see your little girl um even though she's 33 and a mom you see her you know struggling and you wish you could be there for her well it feels like maybe they got divorced even before the show started maybe Mm -hmm. that's why they lived in separate places yeah they were probably trying a trial separation yeah because if they were married, this is how you would uh, avoid that situation. Hey, Joe. Yeah? I'm going to move an hour and a half away. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll lose my job. Get a new job. That's Because I really think if this guy's as talented and has such a great job, he can find that somewhere else. Yeah. And you can downsize. There's so many things that you can do to accommodate the family, which should come first. But maybe these two people do not love each other. Obviously. Well, I think, you know, we're very lucky right now. We don't have children, so I'm not at a place to speak all-knowingly about it. But I think once kids are introduced, it um, takes the relationship to a new level. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Oh, for sure. You're very, like a legit family. Yeah, you're a legit family, and you have to be there for each other even when you're mad. And you have to think about the kids if you fight. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. so I think it's that that is a very difficult place to be. And with three kids and the way Gina is always portrayed as like running around and feeling ragged, ragged mm-hmm. you know, I feel like, you know, she's at her point where she's just stressed about that. And I think you're right. It feels like the guy kind of dropped her off and distracted her a whole bunch yeah. in order for them not to think about Here's their relationship. Here's a nice big house. Join some workout mommy and me classes. Find some, you know, materialistic friends out in the OC and good luck to you. Yeah. I'm going to be in LA where you can't come visit. Yeah. And she acts like she doesn't want to come visit. Every wife, you tell me a wife, and maybe once you've been married like 40 years, you'd feel that way. Like, ah, oh, let them live in LA, you know? But you tell me any wife that's within their first 10 years of marriage, Gina. 20 years. Gina. Who wouldn't, besides Gina, who wouldn't want to check out where their husband was living and what he was doing. I, I, I just, I'll, I don't know. That baffles me. 
I would be like every day. What are you doing, Joe? Uh, working. I better go now. Work's calling me. You'd be playing Counter Strike, talking to Killer Steve. I I like talking to people on the internet. Oh my and gosh, that's okay. it's so dangerous. Do you ever watch Dateline episodes? Yes, I do. And that's why I give my address, where my guns and knives are, (laughs) and I give all the information up front. So then we go to Emily and Kelly, and they have coffee. Mm -hmm. And they basically reunite and say sorry for their part in the whole ordeal. It's awkward. It's awkward. And I did not like this scene a lot, uh, because what I don't understand is they want to move on, but there's always going to be that resentment. And... For me, it was such a like a simple like, hey, do you forgive me? Sure. Okay, it's over. Yeah, and, and then it was kind of not... like, well, you said you were going to kill me. Well, you said this about my husband. And it's like there's so much anger at each other that mm-hmm. that's really not going to, that's never going to pan out. Emily is one of those people who might sweep things under the rug too soon because maybe she has to do that with her husband because he's so freaking annoying that she can't process everything because if she processed everything it would be overwhelming so maybe she lets things go but then resentment builds no i think emily wants to be on the show so bad she's willing to do anything mm. and i feel like i would be all team emily 100 percent. right now i'm 75 because you got a little crush on emily i well emily reminds me of you where she's like smart she's defending of her family um and she's all about you know her family she and loves beautiful don't forget she's very beautiful uh if i was single and she was single i'd be like hey what's you were be like, no. <laughs> okay. I was just saying, if we were both single. Just kidding. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Emily is but very beautiful, at the same smart, time, and I appreciate you saying that. That's a but compliment. at the same time, she is very, she's very fake. There's a fakeness about her that- Which is a lot like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, I'm always like, why are you so fake? And you're like, but just who I am. Yep. I feel when like- really, you're like, quit telling your- <laughs> how you really feel about things all the time not everyone well, has to hear it i feel emily like she always dresses up for the camera mm-hmm. like we go back to that scene where she was all dolled up for her anniversary and then Ooh, shane the was the in like a bowling shirt and he got ribs that's because he's dork he's dork. no but that's who shane really is he's not an image where emily is more like my life is perfect i have a mm-hmm. princess tiara you know that's obviously not who she is. And I feel like if she was just a little bit more real, like she doesn't go to mommy and me exercise classes. She's just doing that for the show. But she says she hates it. She hates it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Emily needs to relax and be more of herself. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I love this aspect of her, of her being aggressive and protective of her family because it shows that she's emotionally invested into the show. But at the same time, I do feel like she's protecting the image rather than protecting her real life self. Where I think what she's protecting is this marriage because she knows that her husband can be very volatile and can be so sarcastic and off-putting and really push people away. And she doesn't, she knows how it can look. And so she's so afraid of people seeing how he really is and not understanding him. So she's constantly apologizing and wondering, is he going to say something? Is he going to say something rude? Well, is he going to start a fight? she's apologizing because it goes against the image. And I feel like if she just would have started how she normally is rather than be consulted on what she should be, mm-hmm. she would be better off. And she's only apologizing because... He's a twat. No, I'm n- sorry. I've been watching so much uh, UK Big Brother. Like, they say twat and prick all the time. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, she's only defending it because, you know, she's trying to protect her image. 
Yeah. So then we go to a dinner with Emily, Shannon, Vicky, and Gina. And we find out Shannon talks about her date. And then Gina reveals that she's going to get a divorce. And all the girls just don't understand. They lose their shit. They, they lose their shit. They're basically like really. They're triggered. Pe- they're triggered. They're triggered from their They've own experiences. They've been through some bad divorces. Yes, they have. And to hear how easy it is for this young, this mm-hmm. young blood. They're thinking, she don't know. And this, that's that age difference. Yeah. She's 33. Child. What's Vicky? 55? I mean, Vicky is far and above old enough to be her mother. Yeah, and every time Gina's like, well, Matt won't move back, they always cut the diary of all the girls be like, if that guy was married to me, I'd make him move yep, back. I'd kill him. Yeah, <laughs> I'd murder the guy. <laughs> so then Shannon warns about the split up. So Shannon's trying to be helpful. Like, yeah, hey, you're young. every time Shannon tries to be helpful, people turn on her. I yeah, don't get it. and Gina really does turn on her. Yeah. She totally goes into her like, for Gina, it doesn't feel the same because you're putting your divorces on mine and it's totally different. I think why Gina felt judged is the way Shannon delivered it. Kind of like, well, you can think like that, but that's not how it's going to be. And so I think her delivery probably is what was off-putting to Gina. She felt judged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think they're trying to be helpful. Like, I do Ultimately, too. they've been through bad divorces. Of course, all divorces aren't going to be as easy or as difficult as every other divorce no divorce is the same but at the same time these are the pratfalls that you know meant for them how hard they had to work to get through it and how long they had to get through yeah it. but this is gina again going we're not like that i'm not like that she thinks she's so different because she is east coast mentality in a lot of ways she is the stuff she says um well, we'll find out later in the next episode she is a lot different than what we've seen on this show before so I can see how she feels like she sticks out like a sore thumb. At first, I thought, oh, big deal. When she'd be like, I'm so different. I'm like, well, because you have an accent, because you say coffee, you know. But now we're learning, no, there are big differences. And she does speak her mind on, on those things. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think she, it, it, was, it was a weird scene because it just, it's triggering everybody. And everybody feels judged. And everybody feels that Gina isn't taking this as seriously as she should. So then Emily talks about meeting Kelly and Shannon talks about how she tried to coach Kelly before she approached Steve. Mm-hmm. And then Gina comes in with, well, you're the pot stirrer. If you know how your friend's going to act, why would you throw them Ooh. in? And Shannon was Ooh. upset. Ooh. So you're a big fan of Gina right now. I like Gina. I wasn't, I didn't think I was going to like Gina. I did not think I was going to like Gina. However, I am liking that she's bringing a different perspective. I just got done saying on an episode with my mom that I don't think they should have 33 year olds. I don't. I mean, I think you got to be a Megan older. was horrible. I, and Megan, Megan was totally and, out there. And we, Lydia, I mean, we've had people just, just did it. The age gap was too much. And you I have think to have a strong opinion with these girls. We're seeing the age gap even in Gina, you know, mm-hmm. the difference. But the difference between Gina is she has a strong, Megan had a strong opinion, but she came from this place of like gross privilege where you couldn't relate to her. And yeah. she just was like a. Ugh. You couldn't relate to her. No, you couldn't relate to her. Gina, you can relate to. She's got some realness to her. Maybe that is more of the East coast thing she's got those three kids she's so three she's kids. like whoa she's, three kids yeah i mean she's doing stuff and i just i i like that she's different and that she does say how she feels yeah. i like it so I don't you don't want like them- that shannon's mad at her for review for giving her opinion because shannon didn't want to hear it at all that um shannon didn't want to hear shannon was like taken back like oh i'm not a pot stirrer that's not the case oh yeah i was oh, trying to help it's because these women aren't used to being called out like that especially by a new cast member so this is nice because when peggy did it 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 took too long and then they just kind of 
I don't think they... Peggy comes from a different place, though, because yes. that's her second language. Exactly. And so she interpreted the language English into mm-hmm. a different language in her head, and then that came a response, and then it came out in English. Plus, so they it was were just hard like, on Peggy. It's yeah, they you were. liked Peggy or not, they, they were hard. They just don't hard. like immigrants out there. <laughs> well, it's Orange County, let's be real. I mean, it's it's Whitey McWhitesville, and yeah, there's not much diversity. So I, I think they've been able to control the newer housewives, but not Gina. I think they feel a little like intimidated by Gina. Um, and I like that because I don't want to see them steamroll. I want the new no, girls Gina's to come really in and holding her own. Yes. Hold their own. Speak your truth, girl. Cause that's the only truth you have. And don't bow down to Vicky. Don't bow down to Shannon. Definitely don't bow down to Tamara, but also don't be too mean to Shannon. Cause she's my fave. Yeah. <laughs> cause she's my fave. <laughs> and she reminds me a lot of Kelly. You know, she speaks her mind. I like that. Yes, it's very good. And I think Emily can take note uh, because I feel like Emily is too go with the flow. like Until oh, she wants to kill you. Until she wants to kill you. <laughs> and, you know, Kelly has brought people to killing before. Remember Tamara? Mm-hmm. So they had a flashback of that. She's like, I'll kill you. Yeah, they she, have a lot of flashbacks. She hits hard. Yeah. So what would you rate this episode? I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, we're out of seven housewives. You know what? I'm going to go six. That's really good. I'll yeah. give it a five out yeah. of seven. Yeah. I thought it was a good episode. Um, I really like Emily as a cast member. I think that adding Gina too is a great ad for this season. They needed something because last season something. was so bland. It was really bad oh. with Lydia and oh. Peggy. It was just bad. So bad. I like this season so far. I think that there's a lot of good stuff. I do want to see Emily and Kelly go at it again, uh, like a round two. Why? Because you, it you just feel feels th- like it feels unfinished. It's not, it's not resolved. Got it. Uh, I do want Kelly to get to a point where she has to kind of like lick her wounds. You want Kelly to get checked. Yes. And Emily. But in a good way, not can, in a forced way. Not in a, and yeah, and not in a. Because she has to apologize, I think, in the next episode to Shane. Oh. And that felt forced rather than like She should deserved. never. Kelly's a queen compared to Shane the Stain. She should not have had Is to. That, you can't say that. Why then can't I? I? Kelly, Kelly no, Belly. we don't. No, she doesn't have a belly. She doesn't, but we're going nicknames. If when men are mean to women, they get a nickname. But you're just mad at Shane because he was mad at Gina. And also Kelly. No, but he didn't deserve the that Kelly. The only thing I laughed at is when he was like, oh, you're like this sober. That was a good one. It was a good one. I laughed, but then I thought, oh, he enjoys this. And this isn't his first rodeo with arguing with the woman. And I get he's a lawyer. See, blah, this is blah, why blah. you hold it against the Gina thing. What? You're holding him for against. For oh no, the Gina. I didn't. I wasn't even referring to Gina. I'm like, even before this, I guarantee you talk to someone who knows this guy. They're like, oh yeah, he's been combative with uh, other women. Well, I'm I, calling it. I disagree. I might be completely off my rocker, but I'm you calling are. it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two, Bravo, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Chell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make people barf. Bye. Blech.